1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Dynamite! Here she is, Andrea K. Ding ding ding! We's round two, at least day two of this week. Actually, day five of my cold. But I got out of my, I thought, I actually thought this morning whether or not I was going to actually call it in sick tonight. I was like, oh my gosh, can I drug it in to the studio tonight? I don't know if I can make it in there. So I had to bring out the big guns. That is my old favorite, my doc here in San Diego. I've been going to Dr. Anderson since he was way back at PB Urgent Care. So I went to him this morning. I said, doc, you got to hook me up. You got to fix me up so I can share this time. 6 to 7 p.m. every day. Drive time here with my peeps. And I am here. Thanks to Dr. A, and I recommend him highly, by the way. And he is not a paid sponsor on the show, but he keeps the show rolling. And you know who else keeps the show rolling besides you all out there on Facebook and Twitter? Love you all so much is my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. <laughs> so that's why you should have taken some zinc and carrot sticks. Yeah, you know what? I actually love carrots. I, I roast me some carrots before dinner. I'd say three, four nights a week, you know, in spite of the fact that I've got quite the sweet tooth, as y'all well know, and my donuts, um, I actually am a fairly healthy eater. I've talked about that a little bit on the show. I hate to break the news to everybody. I actually do eat veggies. I actually do eat healthy. I eat my probiotics. And uh, in in addition to my fried foods. Uh, but enough about food, because I'm going to get hungry. I'm going to want to run out of here and uh, go go get me something to eat. Uh, speaking of get out of here, you know, I think there's lots of questions I have for you all out there. For tonight's show. <clears throat> and please feel free to call in 888-344-1170 and chime in and answer the questions of the day. I've got a couple of questions for you all. And these are critical questions. I got to thinking this morning when I heard that Zuck was on his way to Facebook and uh, on his way to Congress uh, to be grilled. I thought, why we got some theater going on today? Why are we now? Why has Zuckerberg been drugged all the way to Congress? Speaking of drug, there's always, there's always a, a, a motive and an agenda behind these congressional hearings. And it's rarely, if ever, truly about oversight for the American people. There's always an agenda that involves power on somebody's part. Not about ever anybody, as we've well learned. I mean, those of us naive enough to think that government actually was, you know, uh, Congress was actually holding these hearings uh, to provide any oversight and actually hold anybody accountable, uh, we you know we came to realize after watching Trey Gowdy betray us with Benghazi, Fast and Furious, uh, the email felonious email schemes, and on and on and on. I'll talk a little bit more about Trey Gowdy coming up a little bit later. You got to ask yourself why. Why are we talking about Facebook today? Is it because they don't want us talking about something else? Like the fact that we're supposed to be so hyped up today. And I know that I'm in the mi- the minority. When this story first broke, I was on Newsmax, I think it was a week ago. And I could tell that it was a disappointment to the host of the show and the other guest because I said, you know what? Who, who has been operating under the mindset that they've been putting anything out there, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, in any of these social media sites, who has been operating under the notion that it was private? Have we not known now for years that anything you put out there, and wasn't that actually the idea? 
And that even if you deleted a tweet, it was out there for all eternity? Hasn't every American known that? And didn't every time, and DJ Carrot Sticks and I talked about this, every time you answer a pop quiz, you know, can you, are the, the equivalent of are you smarter than an eighth grader? I mean, you know, my sister loves these. Happy National Siblings Day, by the way. Uh, ho- hopefully sister is having a fabulous vacation. But, you know, Shout she, out to my sister, too. Yeah. What about the contest you enter, too? Yeah. All those contests. I mean, you know, it, and it asks you, are you willing to allow, you know, it, you know, your uh, Facebook to um, tap into your public profile? There's times I, I actually, I don't do it anymore. I don't do any shopping online, by the way. I don't do any e-commerce. But there have been times that I actually, you know, I don't buy anything online, but I would like look at different sites like retailers or whatever. And they would give you the option of logging in by uh, on Facebook. And it would even, even, even ask you questions about whether or not, and at least they would ask you whether or not you want to share your, your public information. But my point is, we've known this. Why is this news now? What's the real agenda? You got to ask the second, third level questions. He was brought there because this is Congress's opportunity to, first of all, pretend that they're looking out for the American people when they're not. Second of all, and most important here, amass power to the government. Because if you listen to, and I managed to torture myself through just a little bit of it between urgent care and other things today, there there was only one, one congressperson who actually asked any questions that were relevant to the American people. And so there is a reason why it's important to talk about Facebook and social media today. But there was only one congressperson who actually dared to pay attention to that. And it had to do with censorship, and that's Ted Cruz. Most of the questions were an opportunity for different Congress people to do what they do best, which is try to seize an opportunity for government regulations, i.e. government control. And let me tell you, that's never going to be providing any benefit to the American people. In fact, if you go back to the 2016 results, it was not President Trump who actually talked about fake news. It was actually Hillary Clinton. Why did they go to this Russian collusion thing? Why is it the only thing that Mueller's come up with in terms of his investigation, anything involving Russian interference in the election, wasn't about, there was no raid on Perkins Coy and Hillary Clinton paying a foreign operative to smear President Trump, and to then, there's been no raids of Andrew McCabe's attorney's office or Lisa Page or Strzok or any of them to investigate the illegal spying. Another reason for this today is it's a distraction from us as to the real data mining going on and the illegal spying of Americans by our government. We're supposed to be more concerned about Facebook and what they're doing with data that we already knew was public. But it's also, if you're going back to the 2016 elections, one of the reasons why they went to Russia and and one of the, if, if you remember back, it wasn't Trump who talked about fake news. Initially, it was Hillary Clinton. And at the same time, she was talking about Russia. She And she said at the time, and so did the left, that fake news hurt her and kept her from being elected. Then you look, and so what she wanted then, and some of what you heard about in these hearings today, was about government getting involved in deciding what was news and what wasn't. She started making noise about that, and so so did the Democrats. Then it was, well, Russia's interfered with the election. And how conveniently the 13 indictments that were done so far involve Facebook. It's nothing but softening the mark to allow for Congress and these Democrats and even these swamp-dwelling Republicans to gain control over our communications and our media. And we need to be asking ourselves, really, the one question, I don't remember the end of it, because I stopped thinking at that point, but one congressperson said, asked Zuckerberg, what's the value of Facebook? And then I don't even remember the end of the question, because I thought, you know what, that's the real question we need to be asking ourselves today. 
what's the real value of Facebook to us at this point? Because just like government, it starts out as a good idea and it grows and it grows and it grows until it's a behemoth that is now nothing but a source of oppression over conservatives and a way to silence us, a way to deny us our First Amendment rights and to lord over us. And what is the real value? Because it, it sounded really great initially. My goddaughter, Jordan Orris, was the one who hooked me and Val Gal up to it. She's like, this is a way for you guys to stay in touch during the week. Because, you know, we don't live in the same town. So it starts out all innocent and all beautiful and all lovely. Just like, it, just like socialism sounds beautiful and lovely, doesn't it? Oh, Facebook was free. Just like everything's free in socialist utopia, right? Everything's free. Well, no, nothing's free. Because what is it? You were, you were enslaved. In, the, in this little social, socialist utopia of Facebook, we've sold our souls. And now it's being used against us. And we're prisoners now. And, and our rights are being eroded away from us, our First Amendment rights. The solution is not government intervention. We need to be asking ourselves what the value of it is and whether or not we want to continue to participate in it. I actually liked, I think the free market, when it comes to business, the free market is always the solution. It's not government intervention. Everybody's talking about we need a conservative site to take over. That's never going to happen as long as Facebook is free. The one idea that I heard of, and I've got an expert in data mining and cybersecurity coming up on the show. His name is Scott Pally. Paley, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce his last name. Could be because he went to Florida State University, I think, or University of Florida. We don't like them much at LSU. But, um, and I, I, I'm going to ask him about this, but to me, I think the solution is the free market. If... People, the one idea that I heard bantied about today was Zuckerberg said, you know, that if it wasn't for sponsored ads, you know, it wouldn't be free anymore. How about no conservative is ever going to be motivated as long as it's free? I like the idea of you take the sponsored ad crap off of it. um, And if people had to pay, if people had to subscribe to Facebook, if you had to pay right now to get on Facebook, would you pay? And what would you pay? What's really the value? Because something is only valuable if somebody's willing to pay for it. Well, there's there's email addresses out there that you can pay for that block all that adware. Do you, do do you have one of those? Mm-hmm. Do you have one of those? Okay, all right. Yeah. See, I don't know anybody that signs up for those. That's the thing. There there's one I don't, I don't know if I can give out the name of it, but it's named after an ex president. Yeah. where you can get all your email through that, but it's $20 yeah. a month. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody posted out here on, on Facebook right now. Somebody said, "Well, you're on FB." Yeah, I am. But I'm on I'm on Fa- I'm on Facebook at this point. They have gotten to where we've talked about Diamond and Silk, who was my my I was one of the first people to start interviewing Diamond and Silk, by the way. In fact, they were my 2016 breakout stars of the year over Dr. Gorka, who's now like a major star. I was also one of the first people to start interviewing Dr. Gorka, and he was disappointed to find out that he didn't win breakout star of the year. That went to Diamond and Silk. But anyway, you look at Diamond and Silk, you look at just my buddy Joe Messina on the real side of Joe Messina. He was having 250 people and 20,000 views a night per hour. And now he's down to like, you know, uh, 2,000 views. I mean, they're completely suppressing speech. At this point, I am broadcasting on Facebook Live, but it, it is as an aside. That is not my main, you know, my, my main focus and my main purpose here is to do a quality show every day on Salem Media's AM 1170. It's an honor to be here and be a part of this amazing network of, you know, that also owns townhall.com and, and other outlets. Um, so, you know, I've a, I have actually, it's a great question though, because I have actually contemplated whether or not I'm going to continue because that's, and that's my question for you guys. If everybody, and I'm going to talk to Katie Grimes is going to be on at the bottom half of the hour because the Twitter CEO, as though Facebook is the only bad guy here, the Twitter CEO, he says that it's an all out civil war 
going on. The Democrat Party using California as the role model, which is why I got to have Katie Grimes chime in on this. And with California as the role model, must, must defeat the Republicans. Well, how are they going to do it? They're, we know that we got the mainstream media we can't trust. Twitter, Facebook, Reddit are some of the only ways that we've been able to counter the, the false narrative and the propaganda that's been coming out of the mainstream media. But if all conservatives just 86 got out of Facebook or just didn't log in for one day, what, what would it do to them? How do we get our power back? I'm curious to see what you guys think. 888-344-1170. I'm going to take a break when I come back. I'm going to take a breath. And then I'm going to introduce Scott Paley. He's going to be here to talk about uh, this and answer my questions. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Now, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up to remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back, just to make sure that your allocation is suitable it is age appropriate and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. You can also talk about your social security benefits as well. Give me a call. Come on in for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of the Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schnatter. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations. The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. Battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, 
I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new outfit for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a romantic getaway for a summer missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your child to the finest private school in San Diego by half. That's right. When you go to am1170theanswer.com, you'll find half-off tuitions for schools ranging from preschool all the way to high school. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout San Diego County. Chances are there's one near you. You want the best for your child. And here at AM 1170 The Answer, we're ready to help with half-off tuitions to private schools. Explore your options with schools like City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, and Heartland Christian Homeschool Center. Visit AM 1170 The Answer or call 844-800-5757, 844-800-5757, or am1170theanswer.com. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have y'all here with me. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Happy National Siblings Day. Happy National Equal Pay Day or whatever they're calling it. I mean, are we becoming controlled by the hashtags? This is part of my topic for tonight. I want to hear from you guys. A uh, couple questions for you. What is the value of Facebook? You guys really feeling the value anymore? Would you pay to be on it? I want to hear your thoughts on that. We're going to talk a little bit later also about the uh, runaway Mueller investigation and the latest there. And uh, it, there's starting to be some questions as as to whether or not Trump is actually going to fire Mueller or is he going to fire Rosenstein first or Sessions. Uh, what do you guys think? Should he? And, and uh, Coulter says that no, he shouldn't fire Mueller. That's just going to give Mueller what he wants. I'm not into the reverse psychology game. I'm into the make it happen game. I'm into the fulfill your campaign promises game. I'm into the game of the government actually working in equal justice for all. And if that's not happening at the Department of Justice or at the FBI, then they need to go. That's the game I'm in. Speaking of games, though, we got to get back to the topic at hand. There was a lot of gamesmanship going on today in Congress. Joining me now to talk about that is Scott Paley. He is the author of Get It Together, Cultural and Practical Tips to Be a Successful Adult. Oh, I got to talk to him. I'm curious how how he suggests people handle the snowflakes. Um, But he's got 30 years of executive and sales management experience in network security and IT services. He actually founded a company, co-founded Global Data Guard, which is about network security and technology development. I mean, I think he's the go-to guy to, to talk Facebook in spite of the fact that he's from Florida State University. Hey, hey, Scott, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. Okay, so um, college rivalries aside, your thoughts on the um, shenanigans, the theater, as I call it today, and, and what happened with Zuckerberg? Well, there's there is a lot of theater involved, and of course, um, PR, uh, by trying to I guess nowadays when you make a mistake, you just uh, the PR firms probably tell you you have to apologize profusely, and uh, it doesn't really change their business model though. Their business model is always going to be selling selling uh, access to profiles of of their customers so that advertisers can sell more products and they get paid for it. 
So I don't think there's going to be any change to that, and I think he he made that pretty clear. Well, he also made it clear that he really wasn't going to participate in any uh, regulations that involve changing what they're doing in terms of the business model that is political uh, uh, speech oppression, in my opinion. And I was disappointed when um, the, uh, Senator Cruz, and I don't know your views on politics at all, um, but clearly this was supposed to be, uh, the business uh, platform initially was supposed to be about, as Senator Cruz called it, a neutral pl- public platform of just people sharing ideas and sharing their lives, and it's really become about a, a political platform in which they're oppressing free speech. And, you know, and I think that it, that it's gotten to where it's um, <clears throat> in the process of selling um, people's information. So, you know, I, I'm, I think that for conservatives, my question for them out there is, should we force a business model? And by not, you know, forcing them to maybe change to where it's subscriber based, which was an idea that came about today. Yes, I heard uh, about whether there's any competition and, and whether people could just go to a different platform to be able to build their networks. But, you know, I think in, in their um, in his defense a little bit, I think it's difficult to police every single thing from the billions and billions of posts and content that's put out there and ads that are put out there. It, the, the way that the ads are put out or, or bought just doesn't require – that much detailed information, you just have to have a personal page in order to mm-hmm. do it. And so I think, I think there, a lot of times rules are made because things happen. Right. And then once they happen, then you have to do something to avoid them happening in the future. And I think, you know, the company's growing very fast. It's not a very old company. And, and you tend to try to think of the good things in people rather than everything that they're going to do that's nefarious with your platform. So I think you learn as you go and, Hopefully, he's serious about doing those things. Uh, I personally agree with you that it should be a neutral platform. I feel like all media should be a neutral platform unless it's specifically an opinion show. Right. I mean, exactly. And and I think that um, I think that when it, as a business, be honest about who you are. It, to me, it's fraud in the inducement. If you're if you're uh, categorizing yourself or pitching yourself or promoting yourself as some neutral platform, when you've got 15,000 people behind the scenes um, uh, working with their algorithms to uh, f- even with paid people with their paid ads, you've got people that are that are alleging that they're paying money, but that Facebook is behind the scenes using algorithms to keep people from seeing your stuff because they don't like that you're a conservative. So to me, you know, I'm wondering where the investigations are there. Um, You know, when uh, Ted Cruz asked the question, do you consider yourself a neutral public platform? And he couldn't get a straight answer, only to have Zuckerberg say, well, we don't allow things like nudity, hate speech, anything that makes people feel unsafe. Well, I guess that's why two black ladies, Diamond and Silk, uh, were shut down um, behind the scenes because they they were considered by Facebook an, uh, you know unsafe to the community. Meanwhile, Planned Parenthood and every other liberal group is allowed to, you know, they wouldn't even, Facebook didn't even take down videos, Scott, that's stayed up there of murders being broadcast via Facebook Live. That they kept up for a while, but they shut down Diamond and Silk. Yeah, one thing that troubled me is that that most of the things that are found are not found by Facebook. They're found by um, customers that point the problems out to them. So that also shows that, that unless you have people that are complaining across the board, uh, in such huge volumes that 
that become overwhelming to them, they probably won't do much about it. Well, that there's so many people today saying, is there, and he was asked about competition today. I think because it is free, people continue to use it. I'm broadcasting on Facebook Live right now, but it's not, it's not, I actually have not been, I have a private personal Facebook page I have not been on in three years. I can tell you right now that, you know, I am contemplating even not even having, you know, a, a public page anymore because I just don't know that I want to support some company that's, that started out and purports itself as being some fair public platform when behind the scenes they literally have 15,000. And they, and, and as was asked today by Ted Cruz, was, they fired somebody for his political views. And if you're going to have 15,000 people who have been hired to specifically peruse content and decide what's hate speech, he said today that he's never asked anybody their political leanings, then he should. Then he should make sure that he's got a 15,000 people. Today's equal payday by the left. Then make sure if you've got 15,000 Facebook minders that 7,500 each are Republicans versus Democrats, then at least be fair. But my question for you is, how come... You're a technology expert. What's your thoughts as to why there's not been an alternative that's been launched? I mean, there's been Gab and MeWe. Why do you think, I mean, you know, Facebook took over for MySpace, which I was never on. What do you think is holding back a, a real competitor from emerging? Well, one of the things that, that I encountered with my companies is that you larger companies overhang the market. All they have to do is say that I'm going to do the same thing. And then the new startup just can't even get off the ground. It's name recognition, branding, uh, money. The amount of money that was put behind Facebook was enormous. And uh, I'm sure they could probably, uh, a competitor could get money, but it's difficult to, to start something new when you have that much time, branding, and customer weight behind it. Gotcha. So. So in, in my case, we had leading edge technology that, that, you know, they're talking about things like machine learning. We were doing that 15 years ago before anybody ever started talking about it. But because we were small and self-funded and I wasn't a famous guy, um, you know, you, you can't really get traction very easily. We had to do it a lot, the, the, you know, the hard, slow, conservative way. Yeah. But uh, that's just the nature of the beast. And, and you'll find that most um, most of these tech startups, if they're not well-funded, the, um, they just don't get off the ground. Yeah. Um, you had said that you thought that he gaslighted Congress before you went. How so? What do you mean by gaslighted? Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I thought that was a term that you said gaslighted like he pulled a fast one on Congress. Is it because he was never he wasn't put under oath? I mean, if you and I were go to, if oh. you and I were pulled in front of Congress, we'd be put under oath. I know, but he's got a balancing act. His stock price is in the balance. His customers are in the balance. PRs in the balance. Uh, you know, he's he's. He, you know, I think that everybody that goes into those um, those hearings has a balancing act, and he he probably did the best he could, considering all the competing questions that he had. And um, I don't know. I wouldn't have wanted to be, be him in that that situation. Well, but, I. You know, you, you think about every single person that says something wrong and think about the formula that's actually been been uh, promulgated for those things. You you apologize, you act contrite, you tell them you're going to rehab and you move on. <laughs> People forget about it, right? That's exactly <laughs> what they did. And I almost felt sorry for the poor cow today because, first of all, you could tell. 
that this dude spent from K through 12, he was pulling wedgies out because this was a dude that just had it rough when he was growing up, okay? I mean, let's just say he's not the most charismatic or whatever dude. So, you know, um, and clearly I felt like he was brought there for no other reason than to be a distraction from what people should be talking about today, as well as a, a way to amass power for government in the form of regulation. And he's just the latest CEO to be dragged. Remember when the automakers were dragged before Congress and they, and, 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 uh, they all flew in their private jets uh, during the auto bailout you know, era at the end of Bush uh, term? I mean, you know, this, is, this is what Congress does as a way to try to you know, flout their power over the CEOs and, and assert government's power over corporate America, which I have a problem with because you know, <clears throat> I love business. And I think that the free market should, should, uh, should um, be the solution here, not government regulation. So final thoughts You're on right. that? You're right. But, the, but you know, the, the problem with that is that, that people will do, well, part of the stuff that I talk about in my book is the, is the culture you need to have to be the right kind of person to be a successful adult. And part one of those sections is just because you can doesn't mean you should. So one of the problems that you have is that, that unless somebody gets called on it or government puts in a regulation, that prevents them from doing it, a lot of times companies do what they can get away with, and just as people do. It's just human nature. So you would like to think that all people would be uh, noble and they would do the right thing and be honest and always think about the common good and be fair to everybody, but it's just not like that, unfortunately. I wish it was. Well, I think Um, you're you're right there because that's why we have laws regarding bait and switch, and, you know, to protect the consumer. And it's a, and it is a balancing act because let the buyer beware. You know, one of the reasons why in my open of the show, it's like we've we've known for a while now, uh, you know, when you go on these free social sites and in the Internet itself, once it's out there, it is out there forever. And I would imagine in your book as well. And I know I'm over time. DJ Carrot Sticks, allow me one more minute. Um, I, I would imagine in your book that one of the things you advise people on in order to be a successful adult is don't be a fool on social media sites and over the Internet in your high school and your college years because people Absolutely. are right. Well, yeah, what I did is I so the, the, the way the book set up is the first part culture and being the right kind of person. The second part deals with getting into college without being in a huge amount of debt, how to get a job, interviewing resumes, all that stuff. And then the, the third section deals with finances and insurance and things of that nature. And the fourth part is how-tos of daily living, like how do you buy a car? How do you wash your clothes? How do you set up a kitchen? But the reason I did it in that order is because you have to, to be the right kind of person to have that success or opportunities may never be presented to you. And one of the things that we talked about in the book is about developing your reputation. It only takes one dumb thing mm-hmm. to ruin your reputation. And one of the major ways that somebody these days can ruin their reputation is through, through poor social media decisions. So it's always better to take the, the more conservative approach to things and don't be on mm-hmm. the edge and don't think that nobody will see it because a lot of companies have the right or ask for the right to be able to look at your social media history. Absolutely. Back when I was at LSU during Mardi Gras, I'm so glad we didn't have cell phones during Mardi Gras, <laughs> during, during bid day and rush week and all kinds of stuff. Glad that we, we had party picks, but that was when you posed and you, and you know, you were on your best in the, in that pick in that moment. Scott Paley, thanks so much for being here. Author of get it together, cultural and practical tips to be a successful adult. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. 
All right, now I'm rolling over time here, so we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. We come back. We gotta talk to my girl Katie Grimes because uh, this it, it is a cultural. I'm glad I talked to Scott Paley. And we actually worked in a little bit about the cultural aspect here because this is a cultural war that we are in in this country, from Parkland to you know uh, all different manners of from the immigration issue and social media is really where the battle is taking place and for the hearts and the minds of America. And wait, and it's not just Facebook. The Twitter CEO is involved in it. It also involves California. Katie Grimes when we come back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. Who else wants to discover how to invest in cash-flowing apartments without dealing with a single tenant? Join us for a fast start, two-hour free training event and discover a proven system created by a landscaper who went from mowing lawns to controlling over 8,000 units. You'll discover how to safely invest in apartments using little or none of your own money. How to create a monthly passive income stream that'll allow you to retire in as little as three to five years. RE Mentor, the experts in apartment investing education for over 15 years, will be in the San Diego area sharing this unique system. Be one of the first 30 callers now to get your seat at this class free. Call 800 505 6049. Investing in apartments requires little money down and low risk if trained properly. Learn the secrets from the experts at RE Mentor in just two hours. Call 800 505 6049 and be one of the first 30 callers at 800-505-6049. You have nothing to lose and a legacy to gain. So call 800-505-6049. Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance. Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. Visit them online at bridalwoodinsurance.com. That's bridalwoodinsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted Best Insurance Company by the readers of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit bridalwoodinsurance.com today. That's bridalwoodinsurance.com. 
Message and data rates may apply. Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can, because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free evaluations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword VISION11 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free appointment to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text VISION11 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text VISION11 to 350350. That's V-I-S-I-O-N 11 to 350350. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170 if you want to chime in. I know lots of you have uh, some really interesting comments I've been reading on Facebook, by the way, about Facebook. Feel free to call in and chime in on that. And always um, a great guest with me now, Katie Grimes is here. Hey, Katie. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Well, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for uh, calling in. You know, everybody was talking about Facebook today, and then I see this article about the Twitter CEO who shares an article and and, uh, raving that, and he's raving for a Democrat victory in the second civil war. So basically we've got another social media giant saying we are waging a civil war. The battleground, in my opinion, since it's a cultural and spiritual war and involves the hearts and the minds of Americans, as well as control the message and you control minds is our social media Mm -hmm. platforms. But what's interesting about this. So that's not new that this Twitter CEO is, you know, saying that it's a civil war and he's pushing for the Democrats. But what I thought was interesting was that he's saying that they're going to marginalize the Republicans, kick us to the curb in the midterms by using California as the role model of success. Yeah, kind of mind boggling, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Those of us who live here would would beg to differ on that one. I thought that was just unbelievable, but it does show you the mindset of these these social media tech giants, and it's kind of scary, but it makes a lot of sense now. I mean, Twitter's been famous for their shadow banning, and um, I can tell you, I know I've been shadow banned, and I'm not exactly somebody with 700,000 followers. Um, so I, this, this mindset is scary. I mean, I, we definitely are in the middle of a, uh, a, a kind of a social civil war in this country. Well, we are. And the, when we, and it was disturbing to me to see that we had only one congressperson, one today that, yeah. uh, asked about censorship because that's really what it, to me, if it, we know that when we put when we get on Facebook and any of these free sites, we know that our, our public data, our data is out there for the public. We know that anything we put out there can never be retrieved. To me, right. the only real reason to be talking about this today, it's not new. The only reason we they the reason why Congress brought him back there, in my opinion, was to try to find a way for them to get more power and control, you know, over a business. Um, the only reason why we as Americans should be talking about it today is the fact that we are being censored. The fact that the Democrat Party, through so many different means and methods from social media now, we've known about our schools. We've known about the mainstream yeah. media um, and the way that they are are literally attacking us from all angles, the, sec- the attacks on our Second Amendment rights. And now we see what they're doing to our First Amendment rights. And it really is scary. And it begs the question, what do we do, Katie? 
Yeah, you, boy, that's that's a mouthful. Uh, sorry, yeah, sorry. You are absolutely, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Um, I think what's so scary right now, though, is that it's not just we know we're giving up rights when we use social media because we're putting this information out there. I think what's so scary is how this information is being data mined and then turned around and fed to the the Democrat Party and the the DNC or, you know, whoever else is running things and used against us in our elections. And we know that that happened with the Obama 2012 election. We certainly know um, uh, they tried it again in 2016. And a little bit of that info got to Cambridge Analytics through Facebook. Uh, but I think there's there's a much bigger question about this, and and I'm I'm not a lawyer, so I don't quite know the legal questions. This is definitely a new frontier, and I think it's pretty scary that we've got these very very, um, frankly, the leftists making these decisions about this information. They're not um, it's it's not with fairness in mind. It's with a divide and conquer in mind. Yeah, divide and conquer, and with the goal in mind of turning the entire country into California. Yes, it and, is, and, and that's literally me. what. And that's 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 scary. Equally. As scary as the fact that they are blatantly all over the country making attempts, whether it's Illinois now, they're making current gun owners uh, who purchase guns legally in this country now are under confiscation if they're under 21. Uh, We've got the Ninth Circuit has ruled that anybody with a medical marijuana card shouldn't be allowed to own a gun. So they're they're doing everything they can to chip away at our Second Amendment rights. They're going after our First Amendment rights. And the goal then is to turn the entire nation into into, uh, a... a state like California. Tell everybody where we're at as a state. You are kind of the my go-to expert on California. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, we are certainly teetering on the edge of an economic collapse in California, not to mention the absolute social collapse in this state. Um, I mean, I think the state has just turned into, it's being run by morally repugnant deviates in many cases. And um, so, you, you know, you combine that social collapse with the economic collapse, and there is nothing to model the country on if you're looking at California. Um, the only thing anybody else in the rest of the country should be interested in California for is our beautiful weather. That's it. That's all we've got to offer, because everything else has been run into the ground by the left. Yeah, our schools are horrible. Our, the, yeah. the, the, what we're churning out in terms of students and the illiteracy rate is oh, ridiculous. God, yes. You can't afford to buy a home here. Our water nope. rates in San Diego are the highest actually in the nation. You can't afford to live here. We now know new reports come out that they literally, uh, somebody is suggesting, a Berkeley researcher, by the way, is suggesting uh, a commission to investigate billions of dollars in lost money from from the about 30 cents a gallon we pay in taxes and then they turn right around and, and hit us with another 18 cent tax or, or, or whatever it is on gasoline oh, yes. um, we, yeah. you know, we are literally bankrupt uh, our streets yeah. we have homeless encampments all over this state that are not only leaving the streets completely filthy covered in human feces but are in large part do, were the cause of the fires that we had raging in Southern California mm-hmm. this past fall This we, we Republicans need to get it together Katie because we've got the midterms coming up we've got a coup attempt going on with our president in the United States and the Republicans cooperating with that. And what we literally have at stake is the entire country becoming California. You, you, you just said it. It's, it's, it is that bad. And it's, um, you know, it sounds devastating. Unfortunately, um, one of the things that has scared me is that we are going to have to go through some sort of a collapse in California for anything to change. Although 
all this bad news. I mean, you're looking at city by city refusing to go along with California sanctuary state law and saying, baloney, we're going to sign on to that that lawsuit that Jeff Sessions has. So, I mean, I'm seeing glimmers of hope, but this is certainly not a state anybody wants to emulate or or foist on the rest of the country. No, what we need to do is we need to support those cities and areas that have decided to, to speak up. I think here in San yeah. Diego, the San Diego County supervisors are voting on the 17th. One of the county uh, supervisors who has, who has said, an Asian lady, who has said that she will support uh, pushing back against the sanctuary state is being called a racist. And, oh, nice. you know, and yeah. there, there's no, you know, what's what's racist is encouraging people from Mexico to come here when the average cost to buy a home was eight hundred thousand dollars and they don't and they don't even have the skills to get a minimum wage job Correct. and and the average cost a gallon is four dollars a gallon for a gallon of gas you cannot afford to live here do not come here no right yeah i know You're, you're absolutely right no people cannot afford to live here i just read a story today that of all places sacramento has the highest escalating rents at the moment in the entire country Creepy Sacramento. Imagine that. I live here. I don't know why the rents would be so high here, but apparently they are. And, and that's how bad it is. When an when a inland, uh, you know, valley city has rents that people can't afford, you know we're heading in the wrong direction. And it's all as a, as a result of the liberal policies that these yes. elitist billionaire C- tech CEOs and others, you know, they want to say the Republicans are the party of the elites, and it's not. That's a not lie, just like everything else. It's these limousine liberals that are that uh, who count on the fact that they're never going they're never going to have to live under the weight of their own policies that are pushing this on us because that's the way socialism is. You know, they're that's living exactly what right? they're doing. Yeah. Yes. And, and what's so sad is the people that they are uh, inviting to come live in this state will frankly live like serfs and slaves uh, and don't realize it. And, and I think that is just twisted. Yeah, they're, they're just being being used. They're pawns. Katie, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Andrea. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. I got a caller waiting on the line. I think he wants to chime in on the Facebook situation and artificial intelligence. Uh, we will take a break and we come back. The final segment of the Andrea K Show. Don't go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. We have a new home loan program for the self-employed borrower. You need to hear this. Hi, I'm Chris Tyler, self-employed mortgage specialist at Right Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it is to get a home loan, so we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W-2s to get approved, 
We'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call now, 855-464-4774. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. 855-464-4774. So if you're self-employed and want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call me now, Chris Tyler, 855-464-4774. That's 855-464-4774. Licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NMLS 1132583, an equal opportunity lender. Hey, remember the mortgage meltdown of 2008? Have you tried to refinance since then and been turned down? Or maybe you haven't even tried because your credit score is stuck at 585 or your tax returns have too many write-offs. Well, Cash Call Mortgage has great news. We have refinance loans for people who have been told no. And what's doubly exciting is that we can solve your mortgage problems and our total fee is just $995. Wait, Cash Call, are you saying you now have credit and income-solving mortgages for people like me? Are you kidding? You heard right. We have credit or income-solving loans with a $995 lender fee. Call 855-880-CASH and we'll work with you to solve your mortgage issues. Make the cash call at 855-880-CASH. That's 855-880-CASH. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage Equal Housing Lender. Call 855-657-9910 for terms and restrictions. California Department of Business Oversight Residential Mortgage Lender Law License. NMLS 128231. That's 855-880-CASH. 855-880-CASH. Imagine you are the breadwinner of your family, working six days a week. You have three kids who work hard in school. You live in a small apartment, making just enough money to get by. Then the rent goes up. You just spent your entire savings repairing your car so you can get to work. This is the reality of many in San Diego. Every day they walk a tightrope trying to provide stability for their families. For 30 years, Habitat for Humanity has been putting God's love into action by helping families build and buy their very own affordable homes right here in San Diego County. Habitat homeowners invest hundreds of hours of sweat equity to help build their homes. They make affordable mortgage payments that are used to build more homes for more families. When a family has a safe home they can afford, it creates stability that is felt for generations. With your help, future Habitat homeowners can build a better life for themselves and their families. Visit SanDiegoHabitat.org to learn more. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. How about a little fun coming up for you all here? Call, uh, call in tomorrow night's show. We're going to be giving away a family four-pack of tickets to a Padres game, America's favorite pastime, and it is Padres season. Uh, the game will be on the 28th, and we're going to play, yeah, since the uh, movie trivia game was so popular for tickets to the Righteous Brothers, uh, DJ Carrot Stick suggested a baseball movie trivia game. So tomorrow night, we're going to be giving away a four-pack of tickets to the Padres game right here, so be ready to call in. Speaking of callers, uh, C.V. Burton's on the line. He's chiming in on, uh, I guess, on the Facebook artificial intelligence uh, topic, right, CV? Yeah, uh, thanks for uh, taking my call. Um, I found it very interesting how obsessed Zuckerberg was about artificial intelligence and monitoring uh, the posts on Facebook and things like that, because uh, recently I did a talk with uh, my friend Kevin Rice on the American First Network about artificial intelligence and the thought police, which are 
becoming merged into one and the same thing. Now, you know, Facebook has uh, spent millions of dollars and Google spent millions of dollars in their research and development program to develop artificial intelligence. And we all, we've all heard about, you know, the algorithms mm-hmm. that are policing, you know, what we're saying. Right. They're not, they're not human beings anymore, you know, sitting behind, uh, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the computer listening in or, or watching everything we're doing. It's all picked up with algorithms. But algorithms are just, a, you know, another way of saying, um, you know, it, they're, they're like... They're like thought processes. It, it, and, yeah, it's uh, it's ca- calculations, and what they're doing is they're they're using math to um, decide of the five thousand friends that you've got out there, how many of them should uh, see your post, and if you're doing any public post, they decide how many of the public should see your post. And so that's why you'll have somebody like Diamond and Silk with millions of viewers and their when they first started putting their videos up would get millions of views and now they're getting like, you know, five eyeballs on it. And um, yeah. so some of it's done with mathematical algorithms. <clears throat> and Facebook has never really given a good explanation for that. And I think I think it's it's now it's just clear that they're playing politics and he wasn't honest about that today. I was gonna play a clip. Up, I was excuse me for interrupting. Words. I was gonna oh, I was gonna play a clip of Ted Cruz grilling Zuckerberg, but I think everybody's seen it, and which you know Cruz basically caught him when he said, you know, the, no, they didn't take down Planned Parenthood or any Democrats. Go on. Oh no, I was just gonna say that uh, the the algorithms pick up certain words in certain frequencies. You know how often you use certain words, and in what order. Do you use those words? And those, that's what sets off the red flags, and mm-hmm. that's what gets you demoted. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't really notice. I mean, you've, you've seen a lot of your friends land in Facebook jail, you yes. know, and they come back with slightly different names, you know, with a different account, and like, friend me again because I have no friends yeah. anymore. It's a different account. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a lot of us are shadow banned, and we don't even know it. Yes. But um, every time you talk about Muslims, mm-hmm. less and less people see that. Yes. You talk about Obama, you know, you get demoted. Less eyeballs see it. It's mm-hmm. all it's all programmed. It's part of their artificial intelligence. Could, but yeah. the artificial intelligence is getting smarter and smarter. Right. And pretty soon that's going to be the big brother that's going to be watching us. Well, it already has been and I think that I yeah. think I think where we're at right now is that the American people if it, there was anybody out there operating thinking that, that their data wasn't being mined, they now know that's not they now know it's being mined. And number two, if you did not know that there was oppression of speech and suppression of speech going on in this country, now we know. The question from here forward is how do we what do we what do we do? The Congress today yeah. is is trying to obviously push that they should be controlling uh, a business. I am not for that. But what do you think the solution should be? What do we do? I think we should move on to other platforms until they learn their lesson, like uh, Gab. BitChute is uh, the alternative to YouTube, where, you know, that's where I moved the America First Network. And, um, but I like how Sass was questioning Zuckerberg and asked him to define what is hate speech. And Zuckerberg just did like a dance mm-hmm. around it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could not answer that question directly in any way. Because it, it basically hate speech is whatever he wants it to be. And, and, they, and he's a liberal. And that's why uh, we need to make sure because it, first, first hate, it's always the slow creep and death by a thousand cuts. 
They, first, yeah. they want to be able to have control o- over us in terms of uh, social media, what hate speech is. And the next form is going to come in regards to hate speech legislation. And that's what's going on. Criminalizing. We are already a place in this country to where we have. Uh, that's what's going on against Trump right now. The criminal yeah. criminal criminal. I can't speak criminalization to criminalization <laughs> of politics and of thought yeah. and of speech. And we need to we need to really think about what we're going to do as conservatives. I, somebody had the idea and I've got less than a minute left that maybe and it might have been you earlier on Facebook that if if every conservative just refused to log on one day on Facebook and Twitter and mm-hmm. YouTube, what would it do to them? Yep. All right. Th- CV, thank you so much for calling in. Let's keep the conversation rolling. Don't forget tomorrow night. Family four-pack for Padres tickets. So tune into that. Thank you all. Have a great night. Love you all. Free speech. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.